Welcome back to the Women in the Business Arena podcast. Every week we dive into juicy topics for women navigating the business arena, leadership, and their personal self-development. We reframe business and life with a more feminine lens to help women find more fulfillment, freedom, and success. I'm your host, Sonia Statman, and today I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Laura Shuk-Guzman. Today, we thought we would talk a little bit about cycles. I think as women, we are really affected by different cycles in our life, whether that is our menstrual cycles, our life cycles, our parenting cycles. You know, there's all these kind of cycles in which we are affected. And the cycles that we experience are definitely directly affecting our business. So how do we navigate cycles? How do we give ourselves permission to have a cycle when so much of the traditional masculine concept of business is really around like being on all the time? So what do you think, Laura? Yes, yes. The the old model of just upward climb, right? It's just this linear, we just get better and better and we just go up and up. And that has been really affecting all of us, men and women in negative ways for a long time. And I think that the wisdom that the feminine perspective brings to business is its cyclical nature. And I know for me personally, that has been huge in my in my personal life as a young person, no one really talked to me about those cycles, you know, in my period as being like, oh, well, this is kind of normal that you're so exhausted. And, you know, this was something I learned in my twenties. And once I started to understand that, oh, this is why I feel the way that I feel. And all I need to do is sleep or eat a certain way or rest, or, you know, just tend to myself (laughs) with the awareness of whatever cycle I'm in then I was actually much more productive in my life. I was more supported. I felt um, better about things. So applying that to my business is something that took me a little bit to do, but not long before I caught on. And it's like, I can't separate those two. I can't perform in one way as a human being and then try to perform at work if I don't pay attention to what's my current cycle that I'm in. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think it's hard to give ourselves permission. This is what I see constantly with the women I work with. I've seen this in myself. We still, even if we know that like we're human and we need balance, like even though we have these concepts, we still beat ourselves up when we're tired or we beat ourselves up when we're in a cycle that is pulling us inward or where we beat ourselves up when we can't perform the way that we're expected to, the way that we should, the way we've been taught. And so I think just that permission, that, you know, understanding that it is totally normal for you to have cycles. And, you know, there's definitely variations. So for some people, they have more extreme cycles. And for some people, they're more consistent. And so, you know, this is something I've really learned about myself, you know, as I've been exploring my strengths, which everybody who's listening to the podcast will know because we talked about it in many different podcasts. But, you know, I've realized that like consistency is actually my greatest weakness, like of all my strengths, finders, tests that I've done, it's literally at the bottom. Consistency is not me. It's not my friend. It is not my strength. And I've spent my whole life 
trying to fight that, trying to be consistent. And it was this real awakening, you know, just even recently where I realized actually being cyclical is my gift. It's like the more that I go inward, when I come out, it's so powerful. Whereas if I was trying to hold that consistency, it'd be mediocre all the time. And so there is this real power in cycles, but we've just never been shown that it's valuable. Absolutely. And just a little positive reframe for you there, Sonia, that you are consistently cyclical. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Laura. See, that is where I'm cyclical. That's where I'm consistent. Yay. Yay. Yes. And, you know, and it's so interesting how we do get caught up thinking that we just, it's that linear, um, you know, one foot after another upward mobility mindset that gets us stuck where it gets us really actually going in the opposite direction. Cause you know, it's really fascinating, um, that sports psychologists and behavioral psychologists have studied this from a performance perspective because they've been curious, well, how do human beings actually perform at the best? You know, what, how do athletes that are going to the Olympics, how do they get to that place? Is it just that they're all stellar in their abilities or is there something about the way they tap into their potential? And there was one study specifically that was really interesting around not just um, athletes, but violinists, because there's such a, a mastery of the violin that has to happen with much practice. But what they found is that it wasn't the violinists that just practice and practice and practice that were always the best. It was the ones that actually had a pulse and that had a cycle to the way that they performed. Mm-hmm. So they performed or they practiced. And then they would pause and they would rest and then they would practice and then they would pause. And so what these, from this research, there was this theory that basically a human potential for output is about 90 minutes. So whether we're training for the violin or we're heads down on a business proposal or on our blog or whatever it is that we're trying to do in our work, we really are doing really well for about 90 minutes. We're focused and we're able to work. But after that time, anything you're doing past 90 minutes is actually going to take away from your performance, from your productivity. And so it's best just to pause for anywhere from five to 15 with 15 being your optimal rest time. And then picking that back up for another 90 minutes. So that's how these violinists were practicing is that they would really work, work, work hard on that 90 minutes and then they would rest and then they would do another 90 minute sprint. And it's really fascinating because what that discovery was is that, yeah, there's never this sort of go, go, go without the rest, without the pause. And cyclical nature is all about going out and then coming back in. It's about the ebb and the flow. And so it's so much a part of what it means to be human, to be connected. And women that have our own you know, menstrual cycles that actually are connected to the lunar cycles, that makes us actually have a little bit of a superpower if we learn how to tap in and utilize that in our approach to life and especially as entrepreneurs. Yeah. And it's like, I, I tell, I try to tell my husband sometimes it's like a tide, you know, like when I'm being pulled inward, it's like a force and trying to fight it is exhausting. And so same when, when I feel like I need to go outward, I need to be in action or I need to be in movement, right? There's, there's like these, these cycles, they have a pull 
towards them. And so if we can understand how to flow with it, right, how to honor it, how to embrace it, well, then we become much more powerful. We reach much more of our potential. But what I see in business is that women are constantly fighting their cycle, you know, trying to push themselves to do things when they're wanting to go inward, trying to, you know, force themselves to keep going all the time. And, you know, that is really what's leading us to burnout. And this is also why men have it a different experience of it because they can more often push themselves. They can more often keep going. They do have more of that outward phase where they don't always have to have an inward phase. Now, every man's different, but women are far more likely to be connected to that outward and inward cycle, that tide that goes out and comes in. And we really have to learn to honor it, you know, just even appreciate it, just even allow it. Yeah. Absolutely. And it is more rapid. It's rapid cycling for women because it's, it's every month. And so we are reminded every month that there's a certain amount of energy that we can tap into where we feel very energized. And then this other part of the month where we need more rest. And for men, like all human beings are cyclical, but they just have much longer time periods before they feel the cost of the push, push, push. So they can go for much longer before they actually notice, but men will experience it as well, which is why you see um, more and more men and women talking about, oh, it was a, it was that time in my career where I had the diagnosis or I had the chronic pain or I had, you know, this or that, that, that finally changed my trajectory. I would love if we do not have to wait for the crisis, you know, if we are able to actually start living much more in a tune with our natural cycles, we can tap into our full potential and we can have sustainable action, sustainable businesses. Yeah, hundred percent. And, you know, and I think it's important to align our business with our cycles, right? So like once you understand yourself, so obviously that's the first step you need to really look at what is your pull? What is your tide? How do you roll? Every woman's a bit different. There definitely is no one size fits all for the, the cycle. So how, what is your cycle and how does your cycle manifest? And you can even map it down. Like I like to look at it in terms of energy because I feel like that's a good measurement. So I know when I have outward energy or inward energy, or I have energy that is really exhausted very easily, or I have energy that is like really full and vibrant, you know, I can kind of look at those energy cycles, which are very much tied to many other parts of my life cycle, my menstrual cycle, etc. And then I can build my business to honor those cycles instead of always building the kind of business model or the kind of business that is fighting those cycles. And so you can actually craft your business to honor who you are, even in your cyclical nature, and make it successful. Yes, this is so important and something that people just don't think about and they don't realize that they have that control. They have that ability to look ahead and think about their cycles. Once they, like you said, understand what they are, what is your energy management like currently? What is it that your body needs? What does it need more rest? When does it need more creativity, more you know, output? Once we understand, and I say to my clients all the time when they come in and they're struggling with depression and anxiety, when we start looking at their cycles, for women, 
it's often so interesting how those things peak during their PMS. So the premenstrual syndrome, when the hormones are more intense, that could be activating the amygdala and all the different hormones are happening and the neurotransmitters are all impacted. So they're giving themselves a hard time. Like, I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm I'm supposed to do this pitch. I'm supposed to get this proposal out. I'm supposed to do all these things. And all I want to do is crawl into bed and cover my head, you know, and just stay here all day. And I'm like, well, of course you do. Of course you do. Why did you think to schedule (laughs) this really, really important thing during this part of your cycle when you really do need to be more in and you really do need to have more rest? And then they realize, oh, because I don't actually think about that. Yeah, exactly. And, And I think, you know, we really have to think about it. And so you can start by charting what your cycle is energetically, also your menstrual cycle. These are all things you can begin to chart to really look at, do I have weeks where I'm sort of always outgoing and I'm always kind of more energetic? And do I have weeks when I'm really exhausted and I just don't have the energy to talk to people? Like we can really look at those cycles in our lives and honor them. And I think we can structure our business models to serve that as well. I mean, I I know for myself, one of the reasons why I have haven't had, you know, a business that does really intense launches as an example, right? So a lot of business will do these kind of, um, you know, different membership, different programs or things that need constant sort of launches. I can't do a launch model unless I have a team that's doing the launches because my cycle just doesn't align with it. I can't force myself through an exhaustion cycle. And since launches are always on deadlines and launches are always like, you know, really all this intense energy leading up to a launch, I've never been able to sustain that personally because my energy and my cycle just doesn't align with that. So these are the kind of things you can look at. You know, for me, I've had a model where I have, you know, really amazing coaching programs that are always open and always ongoing. And there can be this flow of people who come in and there's no intense launching that I have to do because that just doesn't work with my energy. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting how when we just pay attention and we start being intentional, it's such an act of self-love. It's it's so gentle and loving if we pay attention to what we need and we craft our life accordingly. And so many of us as entrepreneurs will list that as one of the number one reasons why we wanted to become an entrepreneur so that we would have more control over our schedule so that we would have more freedom, right, Sonia? How often have you (laughs) heard that as a reason that we become entrepreneurs? And then what do we end up doing when we dismiss or ignore our own innate cycles, our own energy flow? And start trying to live, again, according to an external standard, you know, to what other people need, what other people's meeting requirements are, letting them book us whenever they want. And not honoring that is going to lead to such an energy deprivation over time. Yes. And I promise you, I've worked with enough people and and in myself to know that you can absolutely craft your business in a way that serves you. You do not need to cater to everyone. You do not need to bend to everyone's will. I promise you it's possible. I've seen it time and time again, but I do have a lot of people who sometimes argue with me like, well, how is that possible? The person I want to meet, they want to meet at this time and this day and this, you know, there's all these kinds of ways in which we believe, and it is a belief, a myth, that we cannot 
you know, create what we want, we have to appease and, you know, go with what other people want. And that is absolutely not true. You can create your business to fully align with you. You can take time off when you need it. You cannot be available. Those are all boundaries that you can set. And they're just about creating agreements with the right clients. So, so true. And I'll share one little personal tip that has helped me a lot with being able to have an automated scheduling calendar on my website, but respect my time. You know, for a while I was really um, hesitant to want to let people book directly from my website because I thought, oh gosh, you know, and then how am I going to set that time? And then they're going to be booking me and and I'm not going to always want to be available. But if I don't, then I spend a lot of time back and forth in emails. I'm like, when are you available? When are you available? So I decided, well, I'll just go ahead and pick my main days in which I want to be available for these calls and for these client requests. Most of them, most of what I'm booking is like consultations online. So I set that calendar up with availability. But then what I went ahead and do and I did and I do it on an ongoing basis is that I will still go into my calendar then and block out. So my availability stays the same on my site. But I go into my calendar, which is going to read to see you know if I'm available. And I will just block off rest time during my PMS. Like oh I'm normally available today from nine to two, but I am not starting my day this week until 12. And so I will literally just block out nine to 12, like yoga and rest or restorative time. And that makes that time unavailable for clients to book me on that particular day, but it hasn't changed my overall availability. It's just me booking time with me. It's me paying attention to what's happening in my week to week or month to month calendar that allows me to, to block that off. And that has really changed things for me a lot. And I see it on my calendar. I'm like, Oh, look at that. I don't have any calls this morning because I knew I would be exhausted. So I'm going to (laughs) take it a little bit easier today. Yes. hundred percent. I do the same. And I actually go and plan my month forward and I always block out a week. (laughs) I just block out (laughs) a week from calls every month so that I have time to go inward, that I have time to honor my cycle, that I have time to figure things out, to determine where I want to go next, to be the CEO of my business. Like, and, and it is absolutely okay. My clients book around that. My sales calls book around that. It's not a problem to control your time and to control your schedule and people will align with it as long as you set boundaries. But it's when we don't honor our time that other people don't honor our time as well. Exactly. And I think it is that mindset, you know, that a lot of people struggle. Um, Women especially want to be available. We want to make sure that we're showing up and people need us. But this goes back to the oxygen mask, you know, where we have to take care of ourselves in order to be there for our business and for our clients and really honoring your cycles. That is one way to do it. And what's beautiful is that the more you honor the down cycle, the introverted cycle, the I need to stay in bed today cycle, Mm -hmm. the more that you will reap the benefits of the more extroverted and more energetic cycle. When that creative juices start flowing or you want to meet and connect with other people, like that actually is just enhanced if you're honoring all of the cyclical nature that that is you. Yes. 
So agree. <laughs> and and I th- think that's really the most important piece is just recognizing that we can honor ourselves and that we are okay, right? That's what I, I see so many women just beat themselves up and think that something's wrong with them because all of a sudden they're tired or because they want to go in inside or because they're pulled inward. And you are not broken. If you have a cycle, if you are tired, if you need to go inward, if you need something else, you are not broken. You're perfect. You are exactly what you need to be. And all we need to do is honor that. And I think it really changes the game when we do that, when we stop spending so much energy beating ourselves up for not being in a certain place. And we just honor the place that we're at in whatever part of our cycle we're in. Um, And that really allows us to be so much more of our full potential. Yes, yes. And that's what I would like to see a shift in is this stop beating ourselves up and taking this personally that we actually are human beings <laughs> that have a body that needs to be taken care of and we're not robotic and we can't just keep going and going and there is nothing wrong with you and i think it makes us even better entrepreneurs it makes us better human beings the more true that we are to this cyclical nature of ours it's benefiting everyone and you know and this is one of the reasons we've talked about this in past podcasts you know this is one of the reasons why we love to commune with nature why human beings will often list nature as one of the ways that they um, take care of themselves like if you ask people what are some of your tools for handling a bad day or your um, depression or stress they will say well I like to go out into nature and The reason that we do that is because it reminds us of that cycle of the in and the out breath of the way that we move in the world. And the more that we are aligned with that type of energetic body, it's just a much more sustainable way to be. And and I am excited to be in the business world during this particular time of human consciousness because we're ready for that. We're no longer you know, just on this trajectory of more and bigger and faster and just up and up and up and up, we're really looking at like, what is sustainable for us as human beings? How do we honor the earth? How do we honor one another? How do we really set up a system in our business systems that are going to be here for years to come? Yeah, 100%. And I think, you know, just, you know, also noting that cycles, are natural, right? There is nothing on this earth that doesn't have a cycle. What isn't natural is the lack of cycles, right? So like what is, what is not natural is the way we try to function in this world without a cycle that we're just trying to like force everything to be consistent or to be, you know, upward trajectory or to be on all the time. Like that is not natural, but a cycle is natural and creation, right? And that's what we're doing as entrepreneurs. We're creating something. Creation is a cyclical process, right? So you look at even like having a baby, right? It's this gestation. It doesn't come instantly. It goes through a cycle. The whole growth of that baby goes through a cycle. It's a gestation. It doesn't come out yet. It doesn't come out right away. Like it's it's a total inward. Or if you look at nature and the way that it cycles, right? It, you know, it's a seed and it breaks open and it grows its roots in the ground and then it grows up and then it, you know, fruits and then it dies. It's like 
we go through these cycles, that is a very, very natural process. We've just become like, you know, unnatural in the way that we're navigating life and business. And so, you know, if you experience cycles, guess what? You're normal. You're natural. (laughs) If you see your friend over there who's trying to like forget her cycle and she's out there just trying to pump it all the time, that's not natural. And maybe we can help each other to recognize that actually, like we can slow down. We can allow a cycle that is normal and natural for us to do. Yes. I love changing the paradigm on that or the expectation and making that the the new norm. And I, I love that about so many conversations that you and I have, Sonia, is that it's bringing more of the feminine values into the business space, knowing that it's time. It's time. Um, we as human beings need that. The world needs that um, to bring these other qualities into the business sector and see how that's going to inform all of us, you know, moving forward. So it just gets me really hopeful, right, about what we can do with the business sector, what we can do as women (laughs) in the business arena, what we can do to change the world moving forward. And it's absolutely necessary. You know, I, I heard someone talking today about change, like changing their business, evolving their business and explaining that, you know, even though they're working on changes, that the change they're making is not going to be quick. So it requires that patience to understand that when you are creating something deep and impactful and real, it has to go through a cycle. It has to go through a cycle. And those people who create quick changes in business, like you can think of like Amazon or Tesla or you know these big companies, a lot of them are doing that through exploitation. They're doing that through unnatural, you know, forcing of things. They're doing that from that real um, capital capitalistic, greedy, kind of selfish cycle, not from a deep, powerful, impactful cycle, which takes time to create. It takes time to change. And that's what our cycles do. Cycles allow a depth in the process of creation and the process of change, a depth inside of ourselves. I know every time I go through a cycle, if I allow the inward pull and then I, I come out to the external, I grow, I deepen, I provide something even more rich, right? More fertile. But if I don't allow that, right? And I get in times where I forget, right? I'm human. I get pulled by other things. If I don't allow myself to go through that cycle, then it's more shallow my life, my business, my content, what I'm putting out in the world. It has that shallow effect because I didn't give myself permission to have that cycle. That's right. Absolutely. All right. Well, we'll wrap up for today, but thank you all for joining us and we will see you next week. I have an exciting announcement. I'm offering a special pilot program for the next few months to help women find more clarity. If you've been feeling stuck on the fence about a decision or unclear about your direction in business life or your career, I can help. This program will help you unpack all of the mindset, emotions, and behavior patterns in the way of clarity and your wisdom. You get to work one-on-one with me, and I am good at unpacking whatever is in the way of clarity. You also get access to my exclusive group of private clients. If this resonates with you, reach out at my website at sonyastatman.com or on any of my socials. Getting clarity right now is an important step to success.
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Women in the Business Arena. We'd love to welcome you into our community. Come join the Women in the Business Arena Facebook group. You can find the link in the show notes. And if you want to learn more about me and my work, you can find me at sonyastatman.com. See you next week.